Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Hey everyone, I have an exciting show for you today. This channel is growing and I'm getting a lot of experts and experienced resources from across the country and even across the world. We're gonna have somebody from Asia on Sunday, I think. But who we have today is Ronnie Elias. How you doing, Ronnie? How are you? Thanks so much for having me on. Oh, absolutely. I loved our little debrief, right? Typically my guests, we spend three or four minutes just get to know each other and then we go just like today. And the thing that I liked about our story is, or your story is you, you, you saw blood in the street in 07, 08 in Florida, and you know what that means. Too many people, too many people have only been doing this four or five years and they've only known the good times. And no matter how many times I warned them doing this for 20 years, they didn't want to listen. So just level set for folks. What did you see in 07, 08? Cause it could be, it could be similar to today and we'll get into today next. Sure thing. So uh, my time, I was with a large fund in Florida. Uh, I ran the fund. We grew the fund to uh, over half a billion dollars in size. The nice thing about our fund, we had two owners, extreme high net worth individuals and so forth. So it was very, I I hate to say funny, but unique. I mean, between before 07 to 09, the bank would call you up and say, why are you why do you only want to borrow 30 million borrow 40 borrow 50 but you know you're good you're you're good you're paying your mortgages we like you this is quality assets you know take take more why are you taking less money then 0709 you know it it's 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 done no yeah. money you can't borrow um the bank would come to you and they would sit down and say here's our loans. Do you want to buy any of these loans? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to buy your own loan? You, you, yeah. you, you want to take a, we'll sell you the loan 50% off. You want to mm-hmm. take it? Uh, we need money in the door. I remember. And it was very, and then it was unfortunate just seeing some colleagues who were at, you know, much larger firms. It, it, they just, it, it was just like termination. We're closing down. Yeah. Um, we can't afford staff. Um, you know, bank bankruptcy attorneys were extremely busy. Yeah. Um, and it, it was very scary. Uh, you know, one thing, um, I was, uh, in Orlando, um, you know, uh, one thing that had really taken off was folks would buy apartment complexes and they would, um, turn them into condos. So they would be buying these 300 unit complexes, you know, they'll spruce them up you know, put five to $10,000 into them, you know, granite countertops, uh, you know, kind of make them sexy and so forth. Um, and, you know, they were buying them like at one or 2% cap rates. Oh. So no one was, no one was able to compete with them. Yeah. But their goal was, well, I'm not really buying this for a cash flow deal. Exactly. I was buying it to upgrade it. I, I maybe spent 150,000. I'll put 10 grand in. I'm going to sell this thing for 250, 300. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm making a killing, you know, $100,000 profit times 300,000. Um, yeah. I'm the man. I'm uh, and so forth. But unfortunately, you know, 
Yes, were some people successful in that? Sure, they were, but there were a lot that were not successful. I mean, yeah. it just... If you got it, in early and you could, you could get through 90% of the sale, because really what you're doing is you're buying a rental and you're flipping it into an owner, which is something that's going to happen in California if we're not careful, because we just had rent control adopted about six or nine months ago statewide. Um, and that's what people don't get with rent control is you're just incenting the, the removal of rental stock being upgraded to owner stock. But, you know, that's not the topic of the discussion, but that stuff's coming and it, it will probably be one of the things that get us out of this crisis, but it's probably two or three years away because uh, we need to go down before we can go back up. Uh, Ronnie, just so folks know your role, what, 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 uh, what was your job title? Because uh, you're talking about lots of great things and I just want people to understand you were in the business uh, you know, what sure you thing. I, I, I was with a fund. I was the asset manager. So I oversaw, uh, we were a small team. We were under 10 folks. Um, I kind of oversaw everyone. We had in-house legal, in-house leasing. We predominantly focused on retail, sh uh, shopping centers, um, some triple net assets, which are kind of like, you know, standalone CVS, mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A and so forth. Gotcha. And then we had some uh, apartment complexes, um, and office buildings. So we really were able to kind of see from all different avenues what was happening from some of our, you know, retail tenants to yeah. our residential tenants and so forth. Um, we were lucky we kind of kept low loan to costs because, yeah. you know, our ownership group was, you know, they weren't the youngest, but they kind of had seen some cycles yeah. and they were not big fans of debt just because they know that relationship with the bank can quickly change from, oh, yeah. hey, we love you to knock, 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 you know, where's yeah. my money? And, Calling the loan. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And Uncle Vinny is, is there you know, <laughs> asking for the money. And um, so that was, um, you know, unique. And then we took a very different approach. You know, one thing I try to tell people is as a landlord, you're almost somewhat like a bank. Because okay. you really got to underwrite your tenants. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, you know, like, for example, look at, you know, major mall owners. Mm -hmm. You know, it, you, you have whomever, Macy's, you know, yeah. um, and so forth. You know, you've really got to say, okay, yes, may, these tenants are public. But, you know, how are they doing? You know, right. um, is there going to come a point where these guys might come knock on my door and say, Here's the keys. Here's and, the keys, yeah. We're, we're done. Uh, yeah, we're done. And then, you know, you just built this massive facility for them. Yeah. You know, you gave them a lot of rent concessions to get them in there. And yeah. then, and then, you know, how do you retrofit, you know, the next person? Because how I've always, the tenants come in and say, yeah, this is a nice place, but you know what? It doesn't really work for what I want to do. Exactly. I've got to knock out this wall. I got to do this, 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 and th then they look to you and say, well, I guess you're, you're going to pay for all of these renovations. <laughs> uh, and then yes. you're like, you know, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. I mean, yeah. and you know, at that point you've got to make a hard decision. Okay. I can sit here, try to wait for someone else to come in yeah. and rent the space. Right. Or do I just take the bullet? you know, put this person in here and move forward. Yeah. So as an asset manager in Florida, which was hard hit, um, because again, it was a very residential crash back then. Um, 
When did you leave Florida? So how how long did you did you did you uh, bottom out? Florida and come back? Twi- uh, no, I left Florida in uh, twenty sixteen. All right, so you saw um, you saw it come back, right? Yeah, I saw right. it come back. So let's 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 tell people it does get better, folks. It, even though it looks like there's craziness out there, it will get worse, but then it will get better. So can you talk about how that evolution happened? Because for me, two thousand and ten was the most pain, meaning I bought the most cheap stuff. But by 2012, hedge funds came in, it was over. I mean, I couldn't find anything, right? I mean, that's how it changed for me, but that's residential. I'm curious as an asset manager with deep pockets, what did you see? I think what we should, we we were kind of playing more, we were just kind of focusing on our assets. Mm. Maybe we should have, you know, we should have probably used that time period um, we did, you know, negotiate some discounts mm-hmm. on, on our, we just focused on our own deals and we were able to get discounts on our own stuff. Right. That um, makes sense. If you could, yeah, it makes sense. We should have probably, but the problem, you know, it's kind of, you know, when you're going through the motions and then, you know, folks that you kind of were like, these, these guys were kicking butt and doing well. And then, you know, now they're just. 80% staff laid off, yeah. you know, you know, foreclosure listings are, are going through the roof. You're sometimes, you kind of get caught up and be like, is this the end of days? What's yeah. going on here? Just, I'm, I mean, I'm just happy to survive, right? That's just what it, what it boils down exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, you really get um, caught up with like, okay, like we, you know, you, you've got to be very cost efficient. Yep. Um, you know, you've, I think the most important thing you got to consistently stay humble and, you know, <laughs> technology yeah. has made life much easier. You know, with tech, now you really can do, you can have a small team and still do a large amount of work. For I mean, sure. if you really use technology correctly, um, you know, I think it, you've got to really kind of just, you know, yeah, business is doing good. We're kicking butt, making a lot of money, but you know, there has to be a real control on expenses. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we were big proponents of always, you know, kind of every year we sit down with all of the vendors and say, okay, listen, you know, uh, I know we're paying you X, but what can we do about X? Can right. we give you some more business so we can get a reduction in X um, mm-hmm. and so forth? So we would kind of look at doing that. And I know a lot of the vendors did not like that because sure. we were kind of every year trying to beat them up for. <laughs> better and better pricing but we would try to say well i'm going to give you some more business can you yeah. work with us cool. or you know sometimes we would say what happens if i prepay you six months yeah can i get a discount from you um, and so forth and some vendors were open to that yeah and that worked well i mean you know we're living in a in the new age today. Oh, for sure, for sure. So as, as we write, if you, as you leave uh, Florida in 2016, I'm again, I don't know Florida at all, other than what I read. I'm going to say it was at least coming back, right? It wasn't still down. It was the market was up. No, uh, no, the market was up. People were very active. Okay, you know, con- um, construction development was booming. Right. You know, um, architects were you know busy again. Busy again. You know, going to uh, you know the. Uh, city council meetings, you know, there was a full docket, yeah, um, uh, and and so forth. Um, okay, so it was it was very active. I mean, it, it like you know, hey, the bad times, we don't remember those. Yeah, they're We're gone. Back. 
<laughs> they're gone, you know, um, uh, you know, the, the, your banker now is at a new bank and yeah. he's t calling you up saying, Hey, I want to lend you money. Yep. You know, how can we, uh, make some deals? Yeah. It'll uh, happen again. Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. and you know, that's, you try, you got to keep good relationship with your banker because Absolutely. if you, you, the normal banker will move around, you know, five, six times and yeah. that's his book of business. He's going to call you up if you're a good borrower and say, Hey, listen, I'm at a new bank. Yeah. Um, and so forth. Uh, let me uh, give you some money, uh, and so and so forth. But yeah, um, yeah it, it was again. It, it, I just remember that, like you know, the phone calls from the lenders when it was like, you know, you're kind of low on your uh, LTC here. Why don't you borrow some more? And then to, you know, it was just yeah. a complete change. And I'm and that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about some people. You know, they think, well, oh, the bank will just renew me. They'll give me another year or two. Uh, I don't know. That's, that's an assumption is dangerous <laughs> for sure. So now let's fast forward the clock. You, do you go right from Florida to where you are now in Virginia or was there yeah, a stop? In uh, okay. uh, my ownership group was wonderful. They gave me the opportunity where they uh, connected me with some other folks that wanted to kind of do a little bit of alternative asset uh, investing. Okay. Um, I was able to team up with them, came here to Town Center Partners in Virginia, um, built the team up. We're now uh, about 15 uh, team members. Um, and we've actually kind of starting building what we call the asset advisory group, kind of the real estate side of the firm, where we're kind of focusing on um, buying for a lot of our investors and clients, um, mm -hmm. apartment complexes and uh, multifamily. I will say we were very, we probably over the last two years looked at 300 pro, uh, plus deals, mm -hmm. um, but we never could get to the prices where sellers uh, were at. Right. Uh, we'll, we would sometimes make it to, you know, the best and final, and then, you know, they want to extract yeah. you know, more money from you during the best and final. Sure. And um, it, it was just, again, that 07 to 09 time period, I, I was like, this is the making of that again. Like I'm yeah. prices, like people are not, they're like, okay, I'll just buy it. I'll put more money into it and yeah. I'll push rents up and yeah. it's going to work. It's, it's, it is so sad how this is repeating. And, and more importantly, it's, I, I called it, right? I've been calling it on my channel for a while, right? Oh, 2005 to 2007 or 2004 to 2006, depending on what state you're in, it was lending for residential properties caused a bubble, bar none. Can't argue it. You can argue the dates and the months and all that nonsense, fine, when it happened. But bad lending led to inflated prices. And again, just to put numbers on it. I sold a place for 265 or 266 in late 06 that, that crashed all the way to 75 and just retraded at 188. That's 14 years later. It's still almost 100 grand less than what I sold it for. That's how much bad lending it is. Why I bring that up is we did the same stupid thing in multifamily from 2017 to 2019. It was still stupid lending, but it was done differently because we had to bring in equity investors, right? We brought in limited partners in equity positions that that are screwed 
now that when we have to go back and rents don't go up 3% a year because, you know, who's, who said that was going to happen? And oh, by the way, cap rates go from four to six and a half. And oh, by the way, economic occupancy goes from 96 to 89. Your equity's gone. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the, the debt point, service, the but seller, you're done. Yeah, the, the banks, the bank is who you're talking to at that point. Yeah, the, the, the equity's gone. All you're doing is you're talking to the 60% first position and you're like and and that's and they are going to be you know i have to be very careful of what i say here you know banks operate in a box yes they are you know they are not very nimble like a real estate investor or a business owner you know a business owner can say hey i i know how this is how i can move things yep you know i can do this do that a bank is going to just tell you money, property, judgment, bankruptcy. Which one is it? Yeah, exactly. There's no, there's there's only two or three outcomes from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, That's how they're going to operate with and, you. And the box that you're referring to, which I think is absolutely correct, what people don't realize is that box can get slightly bigger and it can get slightly constrained based on how fearful or greedy they are. And, and I use fearful and greedy just because I can't think of better words, looser or tighter or whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, and right now that box is getting really, really tight, right? They're extra reserves, um, you know, just it's, it is, it, and I think it gets tighter for probably the rest of the year. Um, I don't know, what do you think about that? You've been doing this a while. Do you think lending in the commercial apartment multifamily could, could it get tighter or is this as tight as you've ever seen? No, I think it could get a little bit tighter because, you know, okay, we saw April. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll be honest. I thought April was going to be worse than what it was. From but, collection, you know, April you was, yeah, from rent collection yeah, and much so better. forth. But totally April was, was, was awesome. But it was like well, COVID what? Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, no, it, it's, right. it's normal. Yeah. Um, you know what happens you know may june july um yeah and you know one thing i wish i did um like i I was yesterday at costco and i saw a couple folks leaving costco with 86 inch tvs and i was like man that is nice i I mean i need to get an 86 inch tv but then i said you know when I'm going to buy me this big screen TV. What am I going to watch? I mean, there's yeah. no NBA, yeah. you know, who knows when's the next sports and so forth. So I just, you know, from, you know, just people watching or consumer uh, watching was, I just want to know, you know, did people who got these checks from the government, was this money really put aside to pay for rent or food or what, mm. or, Hey, this money came in. Free, free money is not often treated uh, with the respect it deserves as, as, you know, generally speaking, right? Some people certainly saved it. Some people certainly paid rent. But there are a lot of 86-inch TVs flying around with a $1,200 check that came in the mail. No question. So, uh, yeah, I think May is going to be interesting. Yeah, I collected 97-ish percent, basically down 1% from March. So, I'll call that a normal month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think lending is going to get tighter. I, I am curious, you know, the fact that you guys didn't do a lot of deal, right? You got to best and final a couple of times. Um, 
I, I'm, I look, I'm I, impressed. I think we're superstars. I think, yeah. you know, right now we can, we, we're very happy because, yeah. you know, we've, we, we have a lot of cash sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. You know, we're going to sit and, and, and look, I mean, I'll be honest, this last two weeks, we've probably had 30 phone calls with lenders. Yeah. We've told them, hi, town center partners. Here's our contact information. When, you know, uh, when you want to start liquidating some loans or stuff comes, comes back in special assets, here's our contact information. Would love to do a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is that being, you know, are we a negative Nancy, a no. Debbie Downer? I think, you know, we just, we, I think there's, you know, these, uh, these lenders are going to have to start taking back so many assets. Yeah, I think, because, yeah, I think it's um, first and foremost, everybody should be networking with bankers today. I mean, I, that's, that's mm-hmm. one of the things I've done the last two or three days is go meet. And, it, and if you're a residential guy like me, go meet your community bank, right? Go meet those folks. If you're a big asset manager like yourself, then you go talk to the big boys, right? You can get Bank of America and Wells Fargo and you can talk to people that won't talk to me. Uh, but yeah, you absolutely have to do that. The one thing I'm thinking, and I'm just curious about you, is at least in residential because of all these forbearances going on, I'm starting to think that we won't even see, we won't see many deals until like 2021. I agree with you. I think you really? know, the next okay. three to four months, yeah. it, it's crickets. Yeah, okay. Unless okay. someone is forced to do a deal yeah. or, or something, or maybe this was kind of, you know, um, in the works for a while and yeah. finally something just breaks. You know, yeah. yeah, breaks. Um, I think you're going to see crickets for a while because first off, one thing we want to know is, okay, are we truly operational as a country or yeah. as a world? Yeah. You know, start with is, the world. Is the, yeah. Su- yeah. is the supply chains back to normal totally, but or now. whatever the new normal yeah. is. Yeah. Um, what's going on with universities and schools? Mm. You know, are kids able to go back to school? Yeah. Are you able to, you know, go get that Harvard degree that's costing your parents, you know, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what's going on with that? And then what is the lending's response uh, to that? Uh, you yeah. know, are they, are the banks now? Okay. I, I think this is working out. Yeah. This looks good. Lending. Let, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Lend, lenders. It, it is so much about lenders. L- lenders just by clamping down or loosening up, uh, if you just watch one thing, watch lending. When lending gets easier, prices generally rise. When lending gets tight, prices generally fall. Um, sometimes it's just that simple, right? Exactly. I mean, if you th- who's your biggest partner in the deal? It's the bank. The bank exactly. comes in, will give you, you know, let's call it 70, maybe 80% of the money. Yeah. And then, you know, you go either with, you know, either it's you by yourself, you're going to put in that remaining money, or maybe you have some investors. All right, boom, yeah. bank, you put in 70, 80, we put in 20, 30, kumbaya, and, you know, off we go and, yeah. you know, rinse and repeat. Yeah, there, I guess, in, you know, in good times. The, the question I have for you, Ronnie, is, is you, you're, you know, you're, you're adding zeros to things that I look at, which is always fun to talk to people, right? Because you're, you're, you're probably looking to employ 10, 50, 100 million over the next, I don't know, years, right? Um, so, I would say substantially more than that. Yeah. Oh my that, goodness. That is yeah. our goal. Yeah. Th- that is the goal. So how do you, how do you, 
so again, I'm just trying to play this out. My, I'm just going to pick a number, half a million, half a billion dollars. I'm just picking a random ass number, half a billion dollars. So 2020 is about making connections, right? Making sure everybody knows town, town center partners, LLC, and has your numbers. You probably start seeing a trickle of deals because you have death and divorce and just life events that could bring deals together when there are no buyers. So you're going to get some activity, but you, I mean, that money's got to be patient, right? Cause you may not be able to deploy at least a significant percent of his jet till 2022. Maybe it's got to be patient money. You know, it, the, it's always kind of, you know, when you get the phone call, yeah. you've got to be quick to move because sure. you, you might get that call and it's like, here's the deal. Can you meet these terms? Can you close in 14 or 30 days? Yeah. And boom, you quickly close all cash. Then you can think yeah, about, okay, maybe debt, I'll, yeah. mm-hmm. I'll refinance and try to pull out maybe 50% of my equity so I can go buy the next deal. So right. you've got to kind of be quick like that. Or is it more of a deal where, listen, we just want to sell you the paper. If you ah. want to go foreclose these guys out, they're already in default. They haven't paid us the last 90 days. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you call them up and you say, hey, my name is Ronnie. I'm your yeah. new lender. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk about, you know, how can we work this out? And then depending on that point, you know, that's actually a great get- point. This is the second day in a row. I'm going to have to figure this out because somebody yesterday who's, who's done, they're an individual, but 7,000 of these over the last crisis. Oh, wow. Uh, he, said, he said one of the most profitable things was to buy a discounted note, a first position, uh, then go cure it, meaning lower payments or whatever it is. Let that run for 12 months. That asset, that loan then gets repriced because it's now performing, and then you sell it. So it's just loan to loan. I mean, that's some of the most profitable deals he said he's ever done. And is that, is that what you're really talking about here? Because I think that's, I've never done it. And I think people need to look at it. Let's just go buy paper. Um, we look at it more as we're going to buy you the paper. And then um, we're going to be like, because, you know, depending if it's a commercial type loan sure. and if it was non-recourse, there's some bad boy carve out. So uh, what okay. usually kind of happens is you'll call them up and say, listen, it, you know, let's say it's a $30 million loan. Okay. You're getting it at a discount. So maybe you bought it at 20 okay. or, you know, 22. All right. So you're, 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 you're kind of ahead, but as we know, you know, the value has taken a dip, you know, no it's doubt. gone down. Yep. So you can't really look at old numbers. So what you do, you call up. The well, hold on, Ronnie, say, hold on. Let me just, let's sure. really paint this picture. Let's assume it's a $50 million asset. There's a $30 million loan at the time of buying. They then, then the bank sells it to you for 22. Okay, just so we have the math because we sure. missed that first piece. So it, it was a $50 million asset. It is now, I don't know, 38, 35. It's something. It's not 50. Right. Or, or it's 22. It's what, yeah, it could it's be. What the ca- it's, what, it's what the cash traded for. There you go. So, it could be, yeah. So you call up, the, uh, you call up your, you know, the borrower yeah. and say, listen, hey, uh, I want to advise you. Hey, we're, we're, we're now your new lender. Yeah. As you're aware, you're 90 days behind. Yeah. You know, do, do you want to try to resolve this issue? Maybe, you know, we do quote unquote a deed in lieu where yep. they just kind of sign the deed over yep. or, you know, it's kind of a consent 
foreclosure yeah. because sometimes what might happen is you're in first position but you're now buying a property where let's say maybe these guys haven't paid a lot of contractors yeah. there's a lot of liens on the property for sure and you know the contract's saying i want to get paid well do you want to take a discount yeah. no all right understood so you go to the person, you try to do a foreclosure, you wipe out all these second liens, mm -hmm. and it's now fresh and clean. And you know, you try to tell them, you know, hey, we're not gonna chase you for bad boy carve outs. So you, you know, you can kind of walk away. Some people might accept it, some people might tell you, you know, pound sand, I yeah. ain't doing that. Right. And now, you know, you got a budget, okay, I've got to spend, you know, a couple hundred grand going through you know, some type of litigation or foreclose, you know, some type of bankruptcy and so forth. I mean, at the end of the day, the court's just going to look at you and say, did you borrow the money? Yeah. Yes, I did. Do yeah. you, you haven't paid? No, I haven't paid. Right. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah, they're, what, they're what buying, do you want me to do? Yeah, they're buying time at this point. Exactly. Uh, but it's, it's the, the end is known. The date is just not right. I, I think that's pretty well known. So just cause you've used this term a lot, a lot of my, a lot of my listeners won't know what it is. Bad boy carve outs. Once you kind of given a sample of what that might be and why those are part of commercial contracts and not residential, if you don't mind. Sure thing. So usually, you know, the sponsor or the general partner or the, or the main folks uh, of the deal, they're going to go get a loan and the loan's going to, say, okay, hey, this is non-recourse, so you're not personally guaranteeing this money, right. but you will personally guarantee this money if we end up finding out, you know, you have done these bad things, and these okay. bad things can be fraud, theft, um, you gave us uh, fraudulent personal um, financials, financials. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, or, you know, you try to... Uh, instead of letting us be able to move forward in the foreclosure and just kind of taking a back seat, you start to fight us and okay. so forth. Um, so now we can invoke those uh, mm. guarantees. Um, and now guess what? Instead of suing, you know, John Doe Apartments LLC, we're now going to sue not only John Doe Apartments LLC, we're going to sue John Doe. Got it. And you are now on the hook for that $30 million loan. Ah. So now we want, we, uh, so, and that's just a pressure tactic the bank yeah. wants to put on you where you're like, I don't got $30 million <laughs> yeah, under I'm out. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So at that point, you might just say, you know, does it? Now, of course, if you took investors' money, yeah. you know, that's going to be a very, you know, tough phone call or email or however uh, way you're going to communicate saying, Hey, yeah. we are now in, you know, in bankruptcy, we're in foreclosure. Um, yeah. and, and so forth. Your equity and is now X or zero or whatever. Equity has gone yeah. because the bank saying, Hey, I'm in first position. And then, you know, the one thing I saw that some banks were uber aggressive, you know, some banks were saying, okay, you went, you defaulted April 1st. While your normal mortgage payment might have been fifty thousand, mm. you're now in default interest, and oh. we're going to charge you the maximum we can charge you. Which, depending on whatever your state is, that could be twenty, twenty-four percent. So, your fifty thousand dollar payment now ballooned maybe to a hundred, hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, it could. 
And yeah. now they're going to say, well, you also owe us uh, legal fees. So maybe there's another 20 or 30,000. Yeah, they're going to get everything so, they can. Exactly. So it's just think of it like a cash register that's out of control. It's just, just cha-ching, cha-ching, it's like the national debt. It's just, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, it's like, you don't even want to know what the payoff is. Yeah, exactly. It's ballooned. Yeah. It's ballooned. Yeah, just no equity. That's, that's the long and short of a lot of these deals. A lot of these deals done in the last three years, there's, uh, the best thing a, a LP could hope for, my opinion, not yours, is that the operator keeps the building and they hold it for an extra 10 years. I think the best outcome is they double the hold time from five to 10 years to 10 to 20 years. I think that's going to be the best outcome for lots of LPs. Otherwise, they'll just be wiped out if there's a forced sale, in my opinion. See, first off, you said something very smart, which I don't know if people are scared to say it or what. Um, if you bought in the last three years, you are in serious trouble. Yeah. Because you've paid a very high price. You've paid, quote unquote, top of the market. Or at <laughs> and least then top of the market as we know it now. Yeah. I mean, who? I don't know where the market will go five years from today. Who knows? Maybe, you know, it'll, it'll be great. I got people telling me, hey, gold is going to go 10 times. So, yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe property... <laughs> Uh, I mean, maybe property values will go, but I mean, yeah, maybe you've paid top dollar, but the problem is a lot of these folks, you know, most of the times when they've done their projections, they say, okay, Hey, we plan to be out in five years, yes. but we might get out sooner and so forth. So, well, if they're going to be out in five, that means they probably did not go get 10 year debt no, on their, uh, on their so they, they got they got interest only five year money. That's what they yeah, got. And, and the problem is a lot of these folks, you know, when got I think you'll see is it's gonna be problematic is bridge debt. Yes. And bridge debt Agreed. kind of is short term funding where they'll tell you three plus one plus one. So a lot of people I think got worried or or they when they read three plus one plus one is five. Yeah. But really what three plus one plus one is, is three. Because after year three, that lender can say, well, let's review the financial. Let's, let's do an appraisal. Bingo. Let's go through the PNL. Let's do this. Well, you know, the value now is yeah. less. Yeah, the value so was 12. Only... It's now nine. You need to raise right. equity. So you need to do a capital call and your LPs are going to go F you. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, so now they're going to tell you, now, now your lender, instead of writing you checks, is going to say, sure, I'll extend you plus one for $2 million. Exactly. And then we'll look at plus one. At that point, maybe I need another $2 million from oh, you. Oh, my God. And at that point, what do you do? Yeah. So this is why Town Center Partners is going to be busy. And I agree with you. It's the bridge debt is what's going to crack first. It, it, and I again, think the bridge, the CMBS is, oh, is yeah. going to be problematic. Um, you know, if there are some, I, I don't want to call them community banks, but there are some banks, you know, like Florida, there were some community banks that had some, you know, they had raised a lot of money yeah. and they wanted to get involved in big deals with quality developers. So they would go give, you know, a developer or an investor, here's 20 million, here's 30 million. Yeah. And um, too deep in one pool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's going to happen. So, yeah. So 
I guess this this sounds bad, but it's how kind of how capitalism works, right? Um, a, you avoided making a mistake, which now looks like you're a hero because you didn't overpay. Exactly. And now people who have overpaid over the next, again, I don't think it happens in any great numbers this year, but you're, you're about to be a very, very busy man kind of in 2021. That, that's the goal. But the problem is here becomes a problem. Okay. I know what the price was at, at ridiculous amounts yep. or, or top of the market. You know the peak. Yeah. I know the peak. What is now coming over that hill? Because that hill, you know, depending, yeah. you know, again, I, we're trying to look at it. Okay. You know, you really have to be focused on, okay, how am I going to set myself apart? Okay. Yes. I'm an investor. I'm going to buy these things. Now, how can I make sure the tenants I have in my property are good tenants? I treat them well. Uh, I want them to stay. I want them to pay me. I want them to make sure paying me is important uh, and so forth. Um, Because, you know, uh, there's going to be, I mean, first off, you know, one thing we've kind of internally joked about is, okay, Right now, a lot of these complexes have shut down all of their amenities. So yeah, you can't use the swimming pool. And and you yeah. can't use, exactly. So what happens now the tenants say, okay, you know, you kind of sold me on this place because I had all of these amenities. I mean, probably the only thing that's operational and it depends on, uh, you know, dog parks, if they're even operational uh, now. Some Maybe, places yeah. have even shut those down. Yeah. So... I can't take my kids to go play on the, on the swings. Yep. I can't go work out. I can't go swimming. I can't go play billiards or watch, you know, the game on the big TV. Yeah. So you've taken all of these amenities away from me. You know, I, and of course, you know, the lease will probably have some language that states, yeah, this can happen and so forth. But, you know, why should I continue to pay full rent yeah. if I don't have, have all these amenities yeah well here's the deal right i'd be interested in giving you're a multifamily guy and i'm a residential guy i'll just ask it because i see it coming but i could be wrong because i every time i think of something i just realize i could have a bias that is my blind spot i believe there's going to be a lot of people leaving class a apartments and going to houses even as tenants i'm not even talking about buying because i think staying at home in an apartment not as easy as staying home in a house that has a backyard I agree with if if I'm right now paying three or four thousand dollars in like a class triple A, um, you know, high rise or yeah. fancy building, and you know, I I don't have my spa, I don't have my yeah. indoor heated salt water pool, um, <laughs> and my you know my doggy park, uh, so you know, yeah. uh, so Fido can you know go uh, pee on a fire hydrant, yeah. you know. And then elevators, right? I I only could do four people in an elevator now. And oh, by the way, it takes me forever to get inside. And I mean, just all these things, in my opinion, are making class A or AAA stuff, especially high rise, very not attractive. Yeah. And the espresso bar is closed where I could get my, you know, you go. My, uh, my Frappuccino, my Starbucks. Uh, Your so smoothie. You know, these are all amenities you sold me on yeah. and I don't have them now. And, yeah. and listen, it's not like, 
we, we first have to look at, it's not like these owners are closing them on purpose. No, no, of course not. I mean, yeah, they, they're like liability wise. I, uh, you know, I've got to close this stuff down yeah. uh, and so forth. Um, so, you know, uh, that's the problem. And yeah. I think, you know, unfortunately with, with the situation we're in now also is I think we're going to also see a lot of lawsuits come out, uh, you know, from this. I, I, there's, because one thing right now is I'm just thinking, okay, so let's say Jim, who is on the ground floor in apartment 101, Jim calls up Margie, the property manager and say, Margie, I can't pay rent. Well, why can't you pay rent? I've been diagnosed with COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have it. And let's say Jim sends Margie, the property manager, all the proof. Okay, and he's yeah. And he's been he's been fi- uh, he's been fired. He's uh, COVID positive and so forth. Mm. Now uh, Jane, who lives above Jim, contracts COVID. Uh-huh. We don't know if it was because of Jim downstairs, yeah, or, or because you know she went to the store and got it. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Now. Mark on the third floor contracts it. Yeah. Now you got a building that is exploding with COVID. Yeah, and it's scary. Yeah. What do you do then? Yeah, th- yeah. I've. I don't even want to think about that because that, that, that's bad. That's bad. Actually, one question I want to ask you. That's terrifying. The more I played it in my head, that's terrifying. Um, what I this is a question again. A guy who's got deep pockets, a checkbook, proven operator, uh, avoided the avoided the bad stuff. As you look into the future, let's just talk next year. What asset type and then what? So let's do asset type first. What asset type excites you? Which one frightens you? Meaning you can't reprice or it's falling apart. Then we'll talk about is there an area of the country you like and an area of the country you don't like? So let's go to asset type first. Sure thing. Uh, Let's talk hotels. Okay. So I I think hotels scares me, but where I think... What, what I would do with hotels is two things, and it only works in certain markets. Okay. Take a hotel, convert it into a student housing project, ah. where now, um, because uh, uh, it's already, it's got a bed, it's got a bathroom, it's so forth, and, you know, kids. Yeah, it's it's I mean, wired. It's wired for TVs and stuff. That makes sense. Exactly. They got, it's, it's got, you know, I've got my TV. It's got high-speed internet. Very so, creative. Okay. So that's something. Or micro apartments. Yeah. You know, I was thinking that too. Then you got to, just not to play devil's advocate, but you're going to have to get around the parking constraint, at least in my market. Well, right? Parking. And then you've got to go now talk to that, to the city or the county, yeah. because now this is going from hotel to yeah. you know, residential, yeah. you know, is there school capacity? Is there traffic capacity? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a good idea though. Be a problem. Yeah, but, but I, I think, think I think the student housing, yeah, work. student housing, micro. And again, what is the biggest problem in the U.S.? Bar none, at least in housing, it's affordable housing. So micro apartments, I think is a genius idea. Even if you did micro condos, I mean, heaven forbid, right? You find a way to carve up a little 10-foot kitchen or something. Um, I think that's genius. Okay, so that's creative. That's turning lemons into lemonade hotels because I think hotels is most scariest. But you're right. I was thinking buy a hotel, keep a hotel. But you're right. Buy a hotel, 
turn it into a different asset. You're a genius. Okay, that's good. Well, because you, and then you've got already a gym, you've got yeah. the pool, you've got, you know, the you've got a lobby. Thing, got some, yeah. yeah. And, that, you know, you turn that kind of, you know, make into a study area yeah. or a shared library or something. Pretty cool. Uh, and so, and then, hey, you could even, if you want to, you know, you've got the uh, breakfast area, you yeah. could maybe, you know, $5 a day or, or maybe that's included. People yeah. can come grab breakfast. Genius. Um, uh, so forth. So that's one thing I would look at doing. But again, okay. that's only going to work in certain markets. That's because, okay. a good idea. You know, out in Timbuktu, you know, yeah, it might, it's not going to work. Okay. I like that. You know, retail, uh, you know, you could do two things with the retail. But the retail, you're going to have to take, you're going to have to get a major discount. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is um again you you're you're a bank so you've really got to continuously be looking at you know how are these tenants operating right and, and let's be honest right now you know you know going forward they're not going to be doing well no so you're going to have to give them some type of break yep so hey maybe you know no rent 50% rent 30% rent um, yeah. you know, um, do you convert? I've seen, you know, like, uh, before large Macy stores that have been converted like into self storage space. Ah, interesting. So maybe do you start converting some spaces into self storage? Um, but you know, um, I would still be, be worried. I just, I, you know, yeah, there's not a great answer for a mall that's anchored by three or four major operators: Macy's, Bloomingburg, J.C. Penney's. You know, list goes on and on. Not a, not a great model today. It worked great in the '80s. Doesn't work so well in the 2020s. I agree with you. That one scares me because nobody's solved the riddle for how do I take a big box and make it productive. Um, yeah, that's, that's and let's say God forbid you have a movie theater. What do you do with the movie? Oh. Theater? There's a, there's a mall right around me that just opened a movie theater with really plush seating and all that. I'm like, ouch, that's gotta hurt. And then, you know, I mean, just, you know, has now movie theater business changed? Is it oh, now like, her. Hey, we're just, we're just going to stream everything at yeah. home. That's what universal and, and, did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's it. We're, we're no, there's no longer, uh, because I mean, if you look at, um, you know, movie theaters, where movie theaters make money, it's the popcorn, the Coca-Cola, and so forth. The yeah. concessions. Yeah. They're, they're just breaking even. I, I know people say, well, they're charging me, you know, 10, 15 bucks. I mean, how could they be breaking even? But you just don't, I mean, yeah. it's a massive facility. There, there's a lot of operational costs. And then, totally you know, good. you got to pay the royalties and, and so forth. Yeah, totally get it. So that yeah. becomes scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so forth. Um, let's see. I think industrial will do well. I think I don't, so. I don't think we, yeah, I, I don't warehouses think we'll and all that. Yeah. Just fine. Um, totally agree. Uh, uh, you know, I've not really, uh, done my homework on self storage, but I know a lot of people always say, you know, self storage and mobile home parks, these places are recession proof. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, know anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, that that's a rule of thumb. I don't know different like you, so sure. Yeah, I, I think that I think that's all good advice. I love I love the way you think. Okay, 
Now, what part of the, actually, we'll go here first. What part of the country scares you? You're like, ooh, I don't want to look at an asset there just yet. I don't know if it scares me, but I would be extreme. Well, Ner nervous I, I, for, I would know, or nervous. Whatever. Yeah. I, right away, Florida and Las Vegas. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Florida and Vegas. Yeah. Uh, you, or wherever there's going to be a lot tourism focused. If, if there is a large tourism focus, that's mm -hmm. going to be a problem. Yeah. What do you because think about right New now, York? What about New York? I, I have a thesis that New York won't be New York for another decade because I just see this being the, the pen that forces more people to leave, right? They're going to get out of the whole density living and they're going to go, you know, get a house. And then there's a whole nother generation that usually would fill in behind those people that are just not going to come given that New York's a hotspot this year. Do you see pain? In New York, or am I just overthinking it? Given I'm way out here in California. Um, first off, I think New York ha has been very aggressive. I mean, they, they've mm -hmm. been they uh, they build. You know, the guy next to you built a 60-story building. Well, shoot, I'm going to build a 70-story building, mm -hmm. and you know, it's going to be top dollar and expensive. You know, I don't. You know, there's. There's definitely a ton of money. I mean, New York yeah. is, the is the financial capital. No question. Um, uh, I think, you know, what maybe makes sense is, you know, can you buy something at a discount? Uh, for example, my brother lives in New York. Mm -hmm. And um, in his studio, um, he's paying, I think, almost $3,000. Okay. Uh, and this is not anything fancy or, or uh, he's in, uh, I think, uh, uh, Manhattan, uh, I think on the West side or, uh, and so forth, you know, um, and you know, it's nothing sexy by any means. It's like a five story walk up, no elevator, no <laughs> bellman or anything. I mean, it's, uh, and this building was probably built in the, in the forties or fifties. It's not sexy yeah. by any means. And you know, th that's what it is what it is. Um, you know, I think, you know, if you can try to get something and you're paying this close to whatever your rent is and you can convert that into a mortgage and okay. get a discount, um, that, that makes sense. Okay. I mean, I agree with that. People have made a ton of money in New York, in New York by buying condos at substantial discounts, totally holding agree. on to them for a couple of years and, and selling them. But okay. of course that's a different ballpark. One, you've got to have that cash and yeah. two, you know, yeah. That's yeah. a bet. Yeah, you're gonna um, have to hold for a while. I, yeah, you you have to, uh, yeah. and, like and so forth. Uh, you know, and you know, uh, New York is is tough. It bounces back. I mean, That's it always true. has a. It's got a little it, grit it, it to it. Kind of. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, I bet if you ask someone maybe 10, 15 years ago, would you buy in Brooklyn? They'll yeah. tell you no. But but point. now Brooklyn has you know quote unquote you know, gentrified or, you know, because of the, you know, the, the sure. where the arena was built. Oh, you're right. You know, yeah. it's, that's now, you know, millionaires row. I mean, yeah, that stuff right. now is expensive. So yeah. no, it, right. it, it changes. Um, but again, you know, do you have that fortitude? Oh, yeah. I tell anyone is you've got the best, listen, you know, focus on cash flow. Yes. You, you want that monthly check. Agreed. You know, you know, uh, 
a hit here and there, you know, you, you'll, you'll score a home run, you know, one yeah. plus one plus one plus one, you know, get you to a home run. You don't got to, yeah. you know, buy something and, you know, hey, this thing's got to uh, uh, explode. You know, just cash flow is key because, you know, once, you know, the bills come in and, you know, there, if there's no revenue, well, I mean, yeah. Simple math would tell you, you know, you're, you're upside down now. I mean, how, how are you going to pay the bills? I mean, and how long will people wait on you? Yeah. Um, I'm excited about multifamily. Yes. Um, you know, I think there's a, a major disconnect, which, uh, which is, of course, uh, expected. Yeah. Where sellers are and where buyers will be. I think, you know, we're, we're a couple, you know, football fields apart. Agree. 100% agree. They remember yesterday and you want tomorrow and we're in this little gray zone right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's a very far apart. And, 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 you know, some people will say, well, hey, buyer, you're being too greedy. You want a major, you you really, you pretty much, you know, you want to, you know, wipe me out and you want to buy at the loan or below the loan. And hey, seller, you know, you're thinking, you know, these are the good old days where, you know, yeah. it's, uh, you know, everything is going great. And, uh, you know, um, you know, the, the economy is kicking butt and next year I'm going to push rents up, uh, you know, yeah. $50 or whatever is, you know, three, four, uh, 5%, yeah. um, and, and so forth. Uh, you know, just like for a while, you know, people were very hot on Arizona. I mean, True. people loved Arizona because they were saying, Hey, Arizona is going 8%. Um, and so forth. I was like, well, if you again go back to 07, 09, Arizona was, was beat Smashed. up as hard as floored. Yeah. And people were, people always tell me, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Things have now changed. And I'll be like, listen, I'm not, you know, hey, if, if you don't learn from, uh, from the past, you're doomed to repeat it so yeah, totally um you know yes maybe things are have changed you know lending requirements you know back then you know john who doesn't have a job could get that three hundred four hundred thousand dollar loan <laughs> and buy the house and and so forth yeah okay i agree yes things like that were happening yeah. are we in a different time period yes we are but one thing we've learned is we can't go that i mean we as a society, it's not like we always keep a lot of money in reserves. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, sure. I, I, six months, no problem. I can sit back, you know, watch my Netflix, my Hulu, mm. uh, and, and so forth. And we've, we've learned, you know, as a society, we're kind of, you know, we, we don't keep a lot, you know, yeah. uh, put aside. You're right. Yeah. I, I, I want to ask this one last question as we wrap this up. What one market excites you as you look at 2021 and beyond? Like, hey, I want to pick something up there. And then it, I guess is your number one asset multifamily. I think you said that earlier. So what's the one city or county or state that you're like, ooh, I'm going to clean up there? You got, you, do you have a favorite yet or maybe not? I'd say we're, we're definitely very interested in Texas, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, um, you know, I think it's going to be very interesting, you know, if you look at what I just said, 
let's just let's just focus Georgia and Texas. Those opened up early. Yes. So it's going to be interesting to see how do how how do those areas respond? Yeah. Do they you know knock on wood? You know, uh, let's wish them luck. Uh, Good luck, Georgia and Texas. That, you know, everything goes. Yeah, exactly. Hey, everything goes well, or do they have a spike? And yeah. you know, um, and then what do they do? Do they have to uh, you know shut down again, or yeah. do they go to some type of uh, movement cycle? Um, and then the last Crazy. thing I would say is one thing I'm not seeing a lot of multifamily folks focus on is. There's, there's a backlog right now in the court system. So uh -huh. let's say, first off, depending where you're at, let's just say for argument's sake, you can now start evictions. Okay. So, you know, today, May 1st, you can actually now go serve that notice and so forth. You give them, you know, the three or five days, whatever is required by law. You know, they don't pay you. So now you can file that eviction. Yep. First off, is the courthouse going to accept it? Yeah. Um, uh, they'll say, okay, yeah, sure. File it. No problem. But Hey, we got two or three months, uh, backlog. Yeah. Um, and then possibly that person you, you filed an eviction on, it's not going to be like, yeah, Hey, here's June, here's July. Here's oh, no, that, August. They're going to skip. <laughs> they're right. Gonna skip. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is going to be an interesting time. Again, I, I'd love this conversation. Um, I think it validates that the time frame is maybe longer than it's farther away, right? When this was first coming around, I'm like, Ooh, going to find some deals this year. Reality just with you know, like the court systems and the forbearance, it's probably 2021. I loved your idea, Ronnie, about looking at debt, buying the debt, right? Whether it's renegotiating your own debt, like you did in Florida or looking to pick up debt uh, going forward. Lots of great stuff, Ronnie. Uh, how, how can people reach out to you, follow you, um, sure thing. Uh, they can uh, check out our website, yourtcp.com, or my email address is Ronnie, which is R O N I at Y O U R T C P.com. And if I can help you way or get you con in contact with someone, we're kind of very teamwork approached here. And, you know, it, it's a small world. We'll yeah. definitely run into each other somehow or be able to help each other. Um, and then most importantly, just to kind of wish everyone, you know, safety and health during these tough times and, you know, focus on, on that and, you know, awesome. business-wise, everything else usually comes into place. Ronnie, that was a great close. Well, you do me a favor, keep my, uh, keep my contact details handy in case you find anything in Fresno, California. Uh, I, I'm not opposed okay, to adding man, more. I, I, California is difficult, man. I mean, <laughs> that, that's, uh, I don't know why you want to deal with all the headaches that California brings. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. you know... It, I got a big bruise right here. I just keep my, it. <laughs> I mean, you, you must love, you know, uh, you know, be, being a landlord, but you know, the government tells you what to do with your property and, and what you can rent it for and, and giving yeah. tenants so much control. Yeah. It's almost it's, better to be a tenant if you really think about it. Cause I mean, you've be. got so many protections. Yes, that's very true. Very true. All right, buddy. You take care of yourself. All right. Take care. Thank yep. you so much. You got it.